Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. We have a special guest with us on today's podcast, someone who's very near and dear to Miss and to me. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. And that person is Karen. And one of the reasons she's very dear and near to me is because she's my sister. All right. So this is going to be a good one. Now, for our listeners, you can find us at redpiltorah at gmail.com. That's our email address. You can follow us on redpiltorah.podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Google Play. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we'd like to say shalom to our listeners in South Carolina and Brazil. Okay, so, Miss, can you get us started with Karen and uh, this podcast? It's going to be good. Okay, well, Karen, how are you today? I'm well. How about yourselves? We're doing great. We're doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much doing for joining great. us on Red Pill Torah. One of the questions that we generally ask our our guests on Red Pill Torah is, what is your story? What made what was the thing that made that happened that made you feel like there was more to this Christian walk? Well, I, I would say that my story begins when I was young. Um, I had very, um, I had a very, very spiritual great grandmother and mother. Um, I went to church every Sunday with my when I was with my mother. But when I was with my great-grandmother, um, we went to church on Sunday, on Wednesday, on <laughs> Friday. <laughs> wow. And uh, we didn't complain. We, did, we just knew that we were with the people that we loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I've been in the church I would say all my life, basically. However, when I went to college, then um, I kind of strayed away for that time because there was so much going on at college during the time that I went there. There was the Vietnam War and the peace protests going on regarding that. And then we were also, that was like in the in um, around 1968 when I went to college. And then we were also um, in a struggle at college because of um, racial inequality. So during that period in my life, I, I wasn't going to um, church as much. But once I got out of church, I mean, once I left college, and went back home, then I began going back to church on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I was very active in the church. I uh, was a Sunday school teacher. I was on um, the the choir. And the regular things that we do in church um, to uh, in, in that church community. Okay. How, however, um, and 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 I raised my children in the church as well. And of course, we went to church on Sunday, 
twice on Sunday in some cases, <laughs> mm-hmm. on Wednesdays and Fridays. But what started my red pill um, journey quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, journey quest was one one day I had asked the pastor about the Holy Spirit, and he told me that I did not have to worry about that. And I thought to myself, oh. well, if I didn't have to worry about that, why am I thinking about it? Why <laughs> am I wondering about it? Why do I see it in the Bible? Mm-hmm. So, unbeknownst to me, I was being led by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. on this quest. and. Amen. Therefore, I started seeking these answers to questions like, um, what is the Holy Spirit and the purpose of the Holy Spirit? And so I was released from that church, spiritually released from that church, when I found a place that was teaching me regarding who and what the Holy Spirit was. Wow, you know, there's a lot of believers who would um, just listen to what their pastor said. And if um, he or she says, you don't need to worry about it, well, okay. You know, I guess I I pay you as the pastor to do all my studying for me all week and to tell me what I'm supposed to do. So it's really um, something to hear that uh, you didn't follow that that line. Right. Well, Well, you know, Tim... Actually, when I went to college, I went to be a teacher, okay? And I think that teachers are seekers, too. You know, they 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 decide that they if they want to be a teacher, then mm-hmm. they have to go out and learn because teachers don't just become teachers and then stop learning. They have to learn. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. to seek out um, answers to the questions that their students might have. And Great point. So, yeah. So, um, so then I went to another church, and I got further education and answers to questions that I had. Um, but then there came a time, even there, that I had to be released to go someplace else because that church was mostly they taught the word from cover from cover to cover, except then then they began again putting restrictions and customs and traditions that we had to abide by, and when you study the word, and when you are um, listening to the Holy Spirit, there there's freedom there. There's not bondage. What kind of customs and traditions were you, were you talking about? What kind of restrictions? Okay, for instance, um, well, I say customs and traditions, or I guess they're customs and traditions. I don't know that... Um, Women couldn't wear pants or lipstick or um, their dresses had to be a certain down 
down to their ankles and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, that, uh, just things like that. Okay. But they weren't, they, it, those it wasn't biblical. Well, I, 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 it, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit was telling me that that wasn't necessary to be holy and sanctified. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not an outward thing. It's an inward thing. Amen. And, um, and therefore, I was led to my next teaching, uh, learning assignment. <laughs> because I was always in the in the word for myself, you know, mm-hmm. I I I like to think that I was like the noble Bereans, you know, that um, I searched the scripture to see if that was true. Yeah, we should always, we always say. That. Yes, yes, and so, um, and and from each of these experiences, I I love the people, okay, but not I, everything that they were teaching and preaching was lining up. So I just relied upon the Holy Spirit. I, some so and, and you know what. I remember um, hearing someone sometimes say that there is no perfect church or there's no perfect community, if you want to put it like that, because the, once you you enter into it, then it really becomes imperfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that but, before. But you take you take what can be offered there and those things that that don't line up with the word, then I used to have a friend say, uh, you eat the fish and spit out the bones. (laughs) I love the people. I just grew beyond, I believe grew beyond. And so then one day, I was down my sister and brother-in-law's house, and we had some very great conversations. They are very um, spiritual. And I was looking around in their library one day, and I came across this book that said that it was the complete Jewish Bible. So... I opened it up and I started looking through it and I thought, oh my goodness, this is the Word of God, but I've never seen it look like this. And so I said, Tis, what's that all about? And she says, well, that Bible um, comes from the, the Hebrew perspective. And I'm thinking, the Hebrew perspective? What's that all about? Well, it's from the perspective of the people whom God gave the word. I'm thinking, yeah, that sounds good. Then she introduced me to a ministry called the Torah class. 
taught by Tom Bradford. So I started listening to that because I have, all through my Christian journey, I, I have had questions. Um, Me too. Me too. Yes. Especially the Old Testament. Yes. You read yes. it and you're like, what does that mean? Okay, well, let's just keep going. <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay, it sounds good. <laughs> and, you know, my son said to me, Mom, how many times have you uh, read the Bible through? I said, many times. But you know what? I read the Bible many times, and I would um, get glimmers of revelation, and I would go, oh. <laughs> but still, yeah. I didn't fully understand mm-hmm. and and so then when I started reading um reading well listening to um Tom Bradford who does an interdisciplinary study of the Bible word for word it was like the light shined through and I was studying the Bible from a Gentile perspective, from a Greek perspective, um, and the way that that the um, Western world taught us how to think and how to prove stuff. Okay. Well, I really didn't think that I needed to prove anything in the Word of God. I just needed to understand it. And then I began to understand it. And then I began, and it, like I said, a light shined through. And my spirit just was doing a happy dance, so to speak. <laughs> I can totally relate, Karen. I can totally relate. <laughs> I was saying, yay! And I just, I, it, it was just revelation knowledge pouring out of the word of God and and making oh it was such a revelation I, I I just you know when you talk about your first love going back to your first love it's like I just fell in love with the father and with the son all over again and I was thanking the Holy Spirit thank you for revelation mm-hmm. knowledge. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think we might need to pick this one up in a part two. We're bumping up against the clock. We're, I was oh, so, uh, so caught into the conversation. Um, I lost track of time. Sorry about that, Oh, miss. my goodness. <laughs> that's okay. Me too. So that's all we have for today's podcast. But uh, the next one's going to be a great one. You don't want to miss it. So uh, please go back and listen over what Karen shared. And um, share this podcast with your family and your friends and your loved ones. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth.